Hey, howdy, hey, welcome back to A Villa Theory. I'm Nicole Avila, and I'm here with my husband, CJ Avila. Hi, friend. Hi. <laughs> That's what you I, say. I, I, hi, friends. I say that every single you episode. You do, yeah. <laughs> anyway, what are you drinking today? Oh, I'm having uh, a White Claw because we're doing um, a late night episode. Yeah. We're kind of down to the wire here. <laughs> Sunday evening. Yeah, we, we like to record a little bit ahead of time to, to give ourselves some buffer so we can edit, but yeah. last minute here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what flavor is it? This one is... Uh, Raspberry. And do you have a favorite? I don't, um, no. No, I don't, I don't you're really not care. picky. Yeah. You're such an easygoing guy. Yeah. Well, I am also drinking a White Claw, and I have Black Cherry, and that is my favorite. Oh, it is. Mm-hmm. What is your least favorite? The the grapefruit one. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think it's the least sweet. That's probably why. Okay. I, I tend to shy away from the orange ones, but if there's an orange one at the, at the bottom. Yeah. I'll have it for sure. Yeah, that's all that's left. Yeah. So today we're going to be talking about budgeting. Mm-hmm. Um, we've kind of been going on, well, I mean, ever since we got together, really, we've been on this journey with finances, figuring out how to spend our money well and plan for the future. And I'm, CJ is very, very passionate about money. Money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess we all really like it, but you, I mean, you really love investing and, um, just figuring out how to get the most for our dollar, mm-hmm. which I really appreciate. Um, and just as things change in our life, we kind of tweak how we've been doing things. Mm-hmm. And would you say we're at a pretty big transition or we have been? I would, I think, um, every time that we have a big life change, like some sort of big life transition, we always reevaluate how we're spending money and like our financial picture, maybe intentionally or not intentionally. It just happens. Like Mm -hmm. someone gets a big raise or someone gets a new job or has not no more job or is starting, you know, a side business or whatever. Like every time that that kind of thing happens in our life or a move or whatever, Mm -hmm. we usually kind of like recalibrate our spending and our lifestyle when that happens. Yeah. And so we are now going through a small transition yeah. where the boys are now in school full time. Yeah. Which has freed you up to have a little bit more time and mm-hmm. I was fortunate enough to stay home with them almost completely full time for six years. Um, kind of just fell into it. That was never our original plan, but we ended up moving to another state and then moving back. And just with all of that, um, I got to stay home with them, which I didn't know I wanted to do. And I really, it was not easy, but I really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. Um, I did get to do a couple of like side hustles with doula work and placenta encapsulation and uh, selling clothing from our house, mm-hmm. which we ended up turning one of our bedrooms into like an actual store. CJ built me these shelves that were hanging racks all over. Do you remember? I mean, there was mm-hmm. one. Yeah, there, we're in that room right holes now. In the wall right now. <laughs> and then we cut. Yeah, we cut a hole into the wall. Yep. So that people could just come into the shop. Yep. Um, without having to walk through our whole house. So anyway, um, there's just been a lot of little things. That I've done throughout the year, but or throughout the years, but now that the kids are both in school full time, elementary school, it's mm-hmm. like freedom. What do I want to do? Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so now I kind of just get to explore like what is next. Do I want to do full time? Do I want to find something just while the kids are at school so I can still have that time with them before and after school? And so I think the best way to make that decision is to look at our finances and see what is comfortable Mm -hmm. for our family. Yeah, that's part of it for sure. I think also because they're going to a new school, they have we have like tuition to pay mm-hmm. and they were in cert- we had like day uh, daycare that was a different cost and we had babysitters sometimes so now that they're in a school full time like the cost of like their cost center has changed a little bit and mm-hmm. also like your income potential has changed a little bit so yeah so we have been doing some transitioning and reevaluation of our finances and uh, oftentimes that starts with the bare bones of budgeting and yeah. it's like, I feel like that's kind of like a bad word. Yeah, I like, was thinking the exact same thing. It's so boring. People are like, oh no. Yeah. I'm talk about that. I think what's the way that like we, the way that you have been approaching it though, that seems exciting for you. I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Is that like, it's it a has. very fun, specific mm-hmm. part of the budget that you are taking control yeah. of. It kind of feels like a challenge to me and I love challenges. Yeah. It's like love gamifying them. it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. so, um, so we looked at the whole budget and we, we portioned out what our expenses are around, uh, you know, our primary home, our investment property, our, like all the education expenses, tuition, piano, swimming, babysitters, um, around the kids. And then we also portioned out like car and automotive and travel. And then the, the, uh, we had like, uh, a pretty big chunk left over that was like 15% or something of our budget that was going to who knows what, Mm -hmm. right. Disappearing. Or maybe it was 20, it was like 20% or something like that. And so we, we like determined that a big chunk of that was groceries or just like miscellaneous spending. Right. The way that I saw it, I definitely miscellaneous spending, but the way that I saw it is what I can tr- I can control the most mm-hmm. is groceries and all of the things around the house because I'm not working and my job is full time taking care of the family. I'm in charge of uh, making sure that there is food to put on the table and that um, things that we need around the house, toothpaste and cleaning supplies and all of that. Like that's all my job right now, and so I was like, okay. I, I want to figure out how we can cut down spending. Well, this is the thing I have the biggest impact on, so let's just do that right now. So mm-hmm. that's why I chose it yep. at the beginning of this month. Um, and when we had this conversation, it happened to be like a couple of days before October. Mm-hmm. So we were like, let's come up with a goal and see how October goes. Yeah, so if you're listening to this later, uh, thank you for listening. That's so awesome that you've joined yes. us. Yes. Um, so we're about four weeks into October, yeah. four weeks into this new goal. Yeah. Um, how are you tracking your spending? Well, we have a few different ways. Um, we, we use Mint, and I... I mean, specifically for the grocery thing. I know, I know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and, I mean, Mint would do the work for us. Yep. But it's just something about it. I don't really enjoy it as mm-hmm. much as handwriting or typing in my phone each purchase. Mm-hmm. So I just open up Notepad on my iPhone, mm-hmm. and I wrote at the top what our goal was um, <clears throat> with the groceries next to it. And then every time I go to the grocery store or wherever that I'm going. Cause our, um, we didn't break it down 
too into like really structured categories like our grocery budget stands for like all personal items as well as cleaning yeah it's like uh it includes shampoo and yeah. it includes basically anything you would buy at target and, yeah aside yeah. from decorating target, you can get anything at target. <laughs> yeah. you can but it's i just, mean yeah that's the I've, idea it's just i've like, even included like um clothing for the kids like if Somebody needed new undies, like that one under my grocery category as yeah. well. Um, Costco, all of that. So every time I go to one of those stores, I then just immediately input it in my notes. I mean, this is not the way that you would do it, I don't think. Like, it's not really technology-based except for the fact that I'm using my iPhone mm-hmm. to write these things down. But it's worked so well for me. And I also... Um, Actually, your sister gave me this idea. Um, she was talking about how she's only allowed a certain amount of um, phone data mm-hmm. each month. <laughs> and so she like will divide it in half and be like, okay, the first two weeks I can use about this much. And anyway, I was like, oh, I'm totally going to do that as well for yeah, the amount of money out, I can spend. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so I was like, oh, okay, I can roughly spend about this much each week. And then I know, like, oh, if I'm under or over, what I need to do the next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's worked out fantastic. Good. So we are totally on track. I think we might be a little bit under. Oh, good God. Um, yeah. Good job. Thank you. Um, good God. <laughs> oh, good God. <laughs> you made it. Uh, <laughs> I'm shocking. Imagine that. Um, so I, we had agreed that I would work on this and... Um, at the end of the month, you know, we talk about it and yeah. see like, okay, how'd it go? Did we, cause we didn't really even know. We tried to estimate how much that budget should be by looking at Mint and pulling up all yeah, of the grocery stores and everything. Yeah. But it, it looked, it was very messy. So we kind of just pulled out a number. Yeah. And um, so anyway, we'll talk about it at the end. And then what we hope to do is decrease it by 5% mm-hmm. every month until it feels uncomfortable. Yeah. Do you, uh, so you're, tra- you're on track. That's great. Do you feel like you could constrict it like 50%? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, please don't make me do that. No, definitely not 50%. Not 50%. I mean, we okay. have four mouths to feed. We do. We do. Yeah. I'm uh, curious, like, how much, how much, uh, leeway do you think is there? Like, even though you've been kind of like, not a lot. It out? Not a lot. Not okay. a lot. I would say ten percent. Okay. Maybe fifteen percent, but I think that we picked a pretty good number. We didn't. Yeah. Yeah, we did and a good job. It's we're not we're not giving specific numbers. We're not sharing specific numbers. I guess we haven't. We didn't talk about that before. We maybe we'll talk about that later, and we may or may not share specific numbers with you. But yeah. um, I think what might be helpful is what we could share is maybe the template that you're using or like how are you, how you're taking notes. Maybe we could share that with people for like how they might want to, if they want to try this on their own. Mm-hmm. I, one thing that I wanted to share was our refrigerator yeah. sh- spreadsheet. So um, in like one time, not this, not during this transition, but during another financial transition, we used the refrigerator approach right. to try to just see where the money was going. Right. So I have to say that that has influenced me a lot this month, knowing that I have to write it down. Mm -hmm. So the refrigerator um, approach is basically just every single time we spent money, we had to write it down on the fridge. Yeah, Um, which is, it's good because it, uh, number one, it makes you really think, do I want to buy this pack of gum and then have to like go to the fridge and write it down? Uh Uh-huh. 
And number two, it also gives you visibility into like what you're spending your money on. Like, mm-hmm. where is this actually going? Are you spending all of your money on Starbucks? Yep. Are you spending all of your money on Disneyland trips? <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, but I've I've had that in my mind like the whole month. I find that I maybe because it's become like a game. I'm like, I want to make that goal. I yeah. don't want to be over because I felt lazy one day and bought. I mean, even. When you're thinking about groceries, like a lot of the processed foods is the most expensive things Mm -hmm. at the grocery store. So if you can take a moment, and I happen to have that time right now, but there's this other program. Mm -hmm. Um, Take a moment and meal plan. Just think about like, okay, Monday, I'll probably have this. Tuesday, I'll have this. Wednesday, I'll have this. Write out your grocery list. Take it to the grocery store. And I stick to that. Mm -hmm. Then I'm not spending as much money as where I go to the grocery store and I'm hungry and I haven't, oh, what are we going to have? I don't know. Well, I'll grab some of this and I'll grab some of that. And maybe I'll grab a frozen pizza because who knows what's going to happen later this week. Yeah. Um, And those things are... They don't seem expensive, but they add up faster yeah. than if I had just planned things out. Um, I'm I'm starting a this new program. Before you talk about your new program, yeah. think about it a little bit. But okay. first, I want to talk about how like there was there have definitely been seasons in our life and in our family where we decided every single night we decided whether we were going to make our food at home or whether we were going to go out to eat. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Are we is tonight a night where we're going out? as a family or it's tonight a night where we have the energy to make food at home. And I feel like we have done a really good job in probably the last year, maybe, maybe even longer Mm -hmm. where we have a pattern, which is one night per week or like one meal per week. Mm -hmm. We uh, have agreed that that's going to be our go out as a family and eat meal. Yeah. And that started with we would eat at home during the week, and then it felt like we were eating out every meal on the weekend. And we were yeah. like, oh, this is too much, but we don't want to give it up. Yeah. So we were like, okay, let's try just one night a week we can eat out. Yeah. And we always end up saving that for the weekend because, mm-hmm. I don't know, it feels special to us, I think. Yeah, and I think I think our pattern of like one date night a week mm-hmm. and one – so that's you and I going out, mm-hmm. and then one – night a week where we go out as a family or one meal a week where we go out as a family. So mm-hmm. that could be a breakfast on the weekend mm-hmm. or it could be oh, like we had such a long, tough week. Mm-hmm. Let's just order some food from some restaurant and pick it up and bring it home and have it at home. And I, it's so nice knowing that that's just built in already. It's not, it's not spending too much. And it's also not like oh, this was such a rough week. We ate out three times this week. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, eating out for a family of four is very expensive. Yeah. And so that could totally blow our budget. Yep. But even like CJ came home tonight from an event and he's like, oh, I think my brother might come over next Saturday. And I was like, that sounds great. Can we use our going out budget for that night and like pick up something, bring it home? And so it was just like, I don't know, it felt easy to know like that's already planned Mm -hmm. let's just do it yeah it you kind of it becomes part of your lifestyle Mm -hmm. where you're just doing that yeah back to the new program i'm trying to use right now i think it's called cook smarts um i'll link it in the notes in case that's not what it's called at all Um, but it's basically just like a meal program where they don't deliver you the food like some of the other programs, but they deliver recipes to your inbox each week. Um, and it's supposed to help you save money and not have to think too much. Mm -hmm. Um, because 
The weekly meals are kind of themed in such a way that you'll use some of the same ingredients over and over. That way you're not wasting half a can of coconut milk because the recipe only needed half of it. Well, later in the week, the next recipe will use the other half of it. Um, So it's supposed to help you save money and save time. So I just started it last week and I'm not using it super seriously. The first month is free, by the way. So that's how I'm able to do it. Otherwise, it's between like six and nine dollars a month, which I haven't decided if it's worth that yet. (laughs) Um, Anyway, the recipes, I've cooked two of them and they are so good. I made this chili tonight and I was like, oh, so delicious. (laughs) So anyway, um, trying out things like that can also help with the grocery budgeting. Yeah, the unexpected benefit too of eating at home more. I think it, it really it helps save a ton of money that we would other otherwise be spending for sure. But the other unexpected benefit is that I think it's way healthier. Oh, totally. Like when you eat out, you end up eating probably two thousand plus calories, mm-hmm. like easy. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if you go to like a really healthy restaurant. Like the dishes are really big, right? And you end up having a, like some alcohol, and you have uh, appetizer, and maybe you have some dessert, and you kind of go crazy. Sizes are and just massive. yeah, portions in America are so out of control. Is. So calorically, it's mm-hmm. it's better too. So this month we've also been um, just really keeping an eye on mint closer than we usually do, or maybe we have done in the past, but got away from it and looking at like things that are coming in monthly that mm-hmm. we've forgotten about mm-hmm. maybe an old subscription or an old gym membership or um i mean back to like swim lessons and piano lessons we're really thinking about do we really want to stick with those they're expensive just i don't know i guess trying to take it all in and figure out what else can we cut out this month that'll yeah. help in the future because our goal really i think right now for us is to be able to pay off our houses as fast as possible yeah we're definitely so we there's like two sides of the equation there's increasing our income and decreasing our expenses and then also looking at like where are we at financially in the long long term vision of our family's financial independence and uh like how are how well are we set up for retirement how well are we set up for um, making sure that these rental properties are actually generating income. How uh, how well are we um, protected against risk of like job loss? Do we have our emergency funds in place? Are we uh, you know putting all of our retirement money to work in the right ways? I think maybe in a future episode we should go down down the line and talk about like the different. Uh, kind of like the flow chart of our decisions in terms of investing. Yeah. But for this episode, we really wanted to just focus on the one small slice of the budget that you right. have been working on, which yeah. is the grocery budget. Yeah. And I, well, this may not be for everyone, but for me, I would highly recommend trying to have somebody keep you accountable. Mm-hmm. If I were doing this on my own, I may have slipped up, but knowing that like I have CJ to talk to and I've told friends um, and I share things with them like, hey, I'm on track or look at this deal I found or whatever. Like it really helps encourage me to continue on with it. Um, So definitely, I definitely recommend that. And it's just changed the way that I've been thinking like all month long, even with other things. Like we went on a trip and I was like, we're not spending money on anything. (laughs) Um, Even like things that are, you know, they're not that expensive, but they really add up really, really fast. And this isn't like the goal... Like the, the, 
the result of budgeting isn't so that your life is shittier or like so that your life, your lifestyle is constricted. It's supposed to be so that you can spend money on things that you're more excited about and more passionate about. And like, do you want to go on a cool trip to Bali? Do you want to like, I I mean, I can tell you, CJ knows this, but I am 100% quality of life type of person. Like I want to enjoy right now. So I can tell you, we're not eating beans and rice right now. Like no. we are eating everything decent is food, yeah. organic, um, yeah, so gluten free, <laughs> dairy free, dairy chicken free, only. yeah, free range. Mm-hmm. It's so, all like all of those cliches are true in our household. Yeah, so we're still living comfortably. It's just trying to figure out like how can we get comfortable in an in a different way so that we can also maybe go to Bali someday or finally pay off our houses so you can retire early. It's the, so the, um, Ramit Sethi wrote that book. I will teach you to be rich. He just came out with a version two that's updated for 2019, 2018. I think, Mm -hmm. uh, recently republished. I read that and it's really good. The young guy that you told me about? He is, I mean, he's relatively Mm -hmm. young. It was New York. Mm -hmm. I don't 100% agree with everything in the book, but it is a really good read. And his whole thing is, uh, it's not, he actually like says the budget is a bad word and we shouldn't talk about that. But his thing is save money, like really, really carefully and strictly and be very frugal in areas of your life that you don't care about. Mm-hmm. If you don't mind wearing ripped t-shirts and you work from home and whatever, then like, it doesn't matter if you don't spend any money on clothes. Mm-hmm. Like even if your friends are like, who cares mm-hmm. if you would instead rather spend your money on uh, craft breweries, or if you would rather spend your money on gavels, or if you would rather <laughs> spend your money on, um, I don't know, piano lessons or something like right. something, then you can go hardcore and get the best beer or the best gavels or yeah. the best. Like, I do teacher. really like that because that kind of drives the the point home that like what works for us isn't necessarily going to work for you. Yep. We just want to share what has been working for us mm-hmm. because maybe it will work for you. Yep. And wouldn't that be awesome? It would be. Mm-hmm. I think that like I always look at numbers like how how much net worth should you have at your age? You would not believe the spreadsheets <laughs> that he has put together. I am excited to share tons of spreadsheets with you. Um I uh the refrigerator spreadsheet we will save uh, and send you a link to that. So you can just print it out and then you have something you can stick on the fridge. If you want to try that approach, I think it'd be helpful if you save your template too, for the notes you're taking. Well, I can tell you what it is right now. Open up notes. All right. Notes. Write your budget at the top. Your budget. Or like the number. Your number. Oh, your number. Okay. (laughs) So your number at the top. Yep. Just to remind you. And then I wrote week one and all the things I spent in week one okay and then week two and all the things and then i cool. added up every couple of five or six days just to make sure i'm i'm on track i like that that's great thank you we should share that can we share that you can share a note like that i mean we can maybe screenshot or oh, i don't know okay. like cool. maybe yeah. like a sample sure i could do that okay so then i mean we want to we want to help folks yeah get on get on get on board so we've got the the refrigerator spreadsheet we'll share oh but we'll what share i was going to say template. about the refrigerator yeah is that i think that's great idea um but 
it, you have to remember mm-hmm. to do it. Like with yeah. me having mine on my phone, as soon as I walk out of a store, I write it down mm-hmm. because being a mom, like who knows what's going to happen by the time I get home, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to sit down and be like, what did I do today? Oh yeah. I went, I went to this store. I better write that down. Yeah. So it's a little bit harder. It is. I think the nice thing about the refrigerator spreadsheet for a shared budget, mm-hmm. like the, the, the one that you're working on, you completely own. That is your, you have ownership and Mm -hmm. accountability over that one part of the budget. Yeah. The refrigerator spreadsheet budget Mm -hmm. is. Google Doc. Yeah, it's a Google Doc. (laughs) No, I mean, you could. You could use a shared Google Google Doc. Doc, You could. Um, But the refrigerator spreadsheet, the intention was when you have a shared budget, which we were just trying to figure out like where all of, where's all of our expenses going for the month, Mm -hmm. put it on the fridge, and then everyone in the family or everyone who's contributing to that budget has to write the the line item. So if you have roommates, or if you have, if it's just, if you're just a young couple, you know what you've got a family. You like about the refrigerator budget? Hmm. It's in your face. It is so in your face. Every time you open the fridge, you're thinking Mm -hmm. it, oh man, Mm -hmm. I spent that $11 Mm -hmm. on that one mocha. Oh my gosh, that new juice place opened over here? Yeah. Delicious. Highly recommend it. But the smallest juice is $8. $8. $8. And I, I don't even know if that's organic produce. Do they juice it by hand? Are they like no. squeezing it? No. There's not like a really big, huge buff guy back there like squeezing it with uh, this? Maybe, but they have these really awesome lounge chairs and I just hung out over there. So. Hmm. Nice. I don't know. Highly recommend it. But All right. Anyway, <laughs> things like that are expensive. Yeah. So, um, was that good for budgeting? Because I have a question for you. If oh, I think so. Sure. Okay. What are you reading right now? Oh, I am. Uh, I am pretty. I think I'm pretty close. I'm like three quarters of the way through the new Sn- Edward Snowden book mm. called Permanent Record. You told me that that book they were trying to make it so that you couldn't. They yeah, couldn't there was like. A, there, I think the, the United States government was trying to sue. So that it wouldn't be published or something. Oh, mm-hmm. I haven't heard that. But well, it's I, out everywhere. I went to the library mm-hmm. last week or the week before. And at our libraries in Washoe County, they have this program called Lucky Day. And it's basically new books that you cannot reserve. Um, there are other books that are the same, same title, same author, and everything that you can reserve. But for some reason, they've decided to also have a couple of extras, and they put a little Lucky Day sticker on it. And so if you happen to walk into the library when that book is there, you get to check it out. So it gives you a chance to read newer books mm-hmm. without having to be the first to reserve them. So anyway, I walk into the library, and I see... The same book you just talked about. Oh. And I looked at it and I knew nothing about it. But I was like, I have to read this because my husband is going to be so <laughs> jealous. <laughs> I was super jealous. She started reading it like, and I was getting texts. My buddy Jeff was texting me. He's mm-hmm. like, this book, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. You're reading it over there while yeah. I'm getting these texts. I'm like, yeah. I have to get this book and read it. Yeah. So I started it first. But I think I'm only halfway through. The thing that I like the most about this book is the technical accuracy. Yeah. So he goes into some... There there are a couple things. I, I really like his storytelling mm-hmm, style mm-hmm. and also that he is technically accurate about protocols. He's talking about encryption, yeah. encryption algorithms. And he really boils it down to like uh, approachable terms that I think the general public can understand maybe 
What do you think? No. No? Because I think that's why I've stopped. Like, I'm definitely going to pick it up and keep going with it, but it's getting what I would call a little bit dry. Okay. I'm like, uh, I want to power through this because it is written really well. Yeah. Um, But it's getting a little too too computery. (laughs) Well, that's... (laughs) And I feel like (laughs) I know... I mean, I'm married to a software engineer, and so I know quite a bit about computers. Mm -hmm. Um, But it reminds me a lot of... I don't know if this is okay to say, but it reminds me a lot of Becoming Mm -hmm. by Michelle Obama Mm -hmm. in the way that it's written from like birth to now yeah autobiography style yeah Yeah. and so i think that's why i was able to power through the first half of it because it was all childhood until he started working at the nsa Mm -hmm. and so it wasn't a lot of computer um and so yeah i I just like whipped through that really quickly yeah i think that i also really relate to his story i totally that's scary but i totally see you a lot in some of the things he's Yeah, I feel like he has strong, he made strong principled decisions in that like he ended up blowing the whistle and exposing something because of his principles. Mm -hmm. But also like he went into, he didn't go into working at the NSA with the intention of like blowing the whistle and exposing this stuff. He went in. He wanted to serve his country. Exactly. Yeah. And which I proudly served my country Mm -hmm. in a very similar capacity. Yeah. And also have thought and dreamt a lot about going and working for the government to help keep us safe and protected and mm-hmm. protect our civil and liberties. Even, and even, like, admits when, like, he'll reflect back on a decision and be like, mm, I'm not so sure that I would have necessarily done that again. Not mm-hmm. the not the whistleblowing part, but, like, wanting to join the military. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I would definitely recommend the book. Yeah, we should... Yeah, I think it's a good book. Did, did you ever see the movie, the Snowden no, movie? No, I didn't. No, okay. Mm-mm. You you should watch it after you read the book. That's, because, that was my plan. Yeah, I'll mm-hmm. watch it with you. Okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> I've watched it like five times. It's yeah. fun. It's a fun movie. I don't know. Like, I so respect what he did. Mm-hmm. It took incredible courage. Have you gotten to that point in the book where he's done it? No. no. Well, I mean. I think so. I'm at the point where he is taking the stuff home and encrypting it. Uh, I have not gotten there. Okay. I'm at the part where he's um, in Geneva. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's a fun part too. But I think we're also reading this book differently. We are. I'm listening to the book. Yeah. Are you gonna call that out? No, I just think that it, it makes it so that you you can do it while doing other things. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I have a hard time with paper. So my, my book goal this year is 40 books, and of those, I think two of them will be actually like paper books. What? You read a paper book? Yeah, Harry Potter. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I read well, it to the boys. I that book. Okay, sure. <laughs> okay, <laughs> those well, count. Those totally count. That is an incredible book goal, and I would just like to share that my book goal is 14 books. 14 is good, 14. too. We're very... Very different, but you know, I'm at ten, so I'm almost. There. You're gonna make your goal. I don't know if I'm gonna make mine. I'm at thirty now, or twenty, twenty-eight. You've got like sixty days left. I know that's a that's a lot of books Is in it? sixty days. Twelve books. Maybe you got to start including like hop on hop on. <laughs> <laughs> go dog go. <laughs> Little blue truck and yeah, yeah, green eggs and ham. Mm-hmm. I do. I mean, if we count those and. Mm-hmm. We're reading well over 100 books a year. Yeah. So another, I just want to mention this because of our intro. Um, I just, I don't know if you've experienced this yourself, but there are 
movies that you've seen a ton as a child mm-hmm. and then you don't watch them again maybe ever um, but as an adult now we've kind of been going back and re-watching little kid movies mm. they're not even necessarily made for little kids the movie i specifically want to mention is the movie big i just watched that yesterday mm-hmm. it was made in 88 so i was one when that came out but first i my mom must have really loved it and watched it a lot when I was little. So I knew the movie as a child, but I wanted to watch it as an adult. And it was really good. I really liked it. But it has Tom Hanks, who is Woody, Woody who says... Who inspires Hey, howdy, hey, howdy, hey. hey. Yeah. Favorite character. I'm kind of on a... That is pretty good. Tom Hanks kick. Yeah. We also recently... So we're trying to... Um, what is it? Share culture from the 90s and the aughts with our kids as they get older. And so we've we've gone through and rewatched all the Star Wars and we watched a couple Harry Potter movies and we watched Mm -hmm. some some other stuff. But we recently showed them the Mighty Ducks. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, such a feel-good movie. Yeah. Uh, And so we have watched now um, the Mighty Ducks and also D2, the Mighty Ducks. Mm -hmm. And the funniest thing about that whole series is that... (laughs) Now there's a thing in our house when someone oh farts, everyone says, Goldberg. Gross. It's funny. It's so funny. The boys do it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's tough being the only girl in a house full of boys. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Goldberg. Oh, man. Yeah. But it's been fun showing them those movies. Mm-hmm. Last Christmas, we showed them Santa Claus, which was awesome. Yeah. We, 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 yeah, we recently also watched... The remembering remember or remember the, the Titans. Titans. Yeah. Was, yeah. Oh, such good yeah. movies. So now CJ and I are just like, let's try to remember every single movie we yeah. ever loved as <laughs> a child. Feel good movies of the nineties. Mm-hmm. So we've come up with quite a few. Oh, Angels in the Outfield. Oh my gosh. That was such a huge hit. Yeah. The boys th- loved it. I think the boys we must have watched something scary with them and so they were always like really tentative. But yeah. now that we've been watching these feel good movies mm-hmm. like multiple in a row and they're not scared. Yeah. They are getting super into it. Like for Angels in the Outfield, we like did the wing flapping thing yeah. with them, and they're just like <laughs> laughing so hard. And, yeah, oh it's, man, it's good. So that's been a lot of fun. Yeah. So if you have kids who are, uh, you know, starting to be able to watch maybe PG movies, mm-hmm. you know, six years old, seven, eight, nine, one thing that we have found to be really fun is go back and watch those old movies. I think it's part part of the most exciting part for me, not really exciting, but the most fulfilling part of watching those old movies is seeing their reaction. Yeah. Like watching them experience something for the first time that you may have, like you watched big probably, I don't know, 20, 30, 40, whatever times when you were growing up. And mm-hmm. I probably watched Mighty Ducks that mm-hmm. many times. And so seeing them yeah. laugh at the jokes for the first time and do yeah. stuff like that, it's just like, oh my gosh, that's such a fun thing as a parent. It- totally is to be clear though the kids did not watch big with me no Uh, they're not ready for that yet um but yeah just even i don't know watching them myself like i just feel so happy i'm like oh this is such a good movie i don't make them like they used to (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah that has been really nice yeah all right let's call it that's a wrap all right friends (laughs) see see yeah i do see they are my friends. I know, but even at work when you're like... Hi, friends. 
When you wrap up a meeting with all... When I end a meeting, a work meeting, I say bye, friends? Yes! I do? Yes. Everyone's my friend. You do. I mean, it's sweet. Or my homie. I have gotten Logan, Mm -hmm. the official term he uses for... Uh, for his friends at school is now homie. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, my homie Joe, I saw him at the park. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, you have any parting thoughts? Nope. No? Mm -mm. All right. Well, we will uh, see you next Monday. Again, oh, if you... What? Okay, we realize that every time we end an episode, we say, tell us what you think. But we don't have any way (laughs) for you to reach out to us. (laughs) Um. Let me see. I thought I... Okay. Reach out to us on Twitter. At Twitter? Yeah, at Avila Theory. No? Wow. What do you think? I think that's great. I'm not on Twitter. You're not on Twitter? <laughs> I have a Twitter account. All right. We were, we, okay. Our, our goal between now and the next episode mm-hmm. is going to be to figure out a way that you can talk to Actually us. Actually talk to you us. You can reach out to us. Yes. We might have an email account. We might have a Twitter account. Yeah. If you can figure out how to talk to us, <laughs> without, we will mention you next yeah, week. We, yes, you'll get a you'll get a call out, shout out. All right. Okay, I'm I'm done. Love yourself and spread love around. <laughs> <laughs> Have All a right. great day, everybody. Peace. Bye.